Support for this podcast and the following message come from Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels is the oldest, mellowest, whiskiest whiskey, and every drop is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, turning nights into stories since 1866. Please drink responsibly. NPR's Life Kit wants to help you make changes that actually stick this new year. From how to do dry January to how to start a creative habit, we've got new episodes all month to help you start the year off right. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Listen and subscribe to Life Kit. Welcome to All Songs Considered, a music show for your computer. I'm Bob Boylan, and I'm one of the directors of NPR's All Things. That is me, 20 years ago. Oh my God. What were you, 14? <laughs> I can't believe it. All Songs Considered is 20 years old, the top of 2000. I can't believe it either. It is a remarkable thing, and a music show for your computer, which just seemed to me like the obvious thing to say, because who listened to music on your computer? This is Not your the first show you ever did 20 years ago. People were still on dial-up. Right. The show was in mono because no one could, <laughs> could no one had enough connectivity for a stereo audio show. And we rammed down the bandwidth of people, the 14.4 right. baud modem, a multimedia show. The very first All Songs Considered, which was that, the, that was the beginning of, was a multimedia show where you heard my voice, you saw pictures, slides, and uh, words about the artist. It was 50-something minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great song to start off the the first show the first episode and first song it was a very cool song uh and i'll explain that this show today this show we'll look back at what the first year of all songs considered sounded like for those who weren't around which is just about everybody <laughs> 20 years ago nothing existed <laughs> right before and years. we'll play uh cuts from different shows in that first year and have some memories and notes from listeners. Uh, so let's play that Gustavo Santo Alayo's song. He went on, by the way, to win Best Original Score Academy Awards for Brokeback Mountain Score, Babel. Won tons of Latin Grammys, scored other films. Yeah, he ended up uh, being a, a very accomplished artist. Uh, so let's go ahead. We'll play this first segment, which explains the premise of the show, because back then I was director of All Things Considered, picked the music between the news stories, which is what this show was based on. People often ask, just what does a director do? The director's like a traffic cop, or better yet, like an orchestra conductor. We conduct the live broadcast of the program by cueing the engineers, the hosts, and the reporters from the control room, making sure the right tape is played, the proper scripts in hand, and that each portion of our program begins and ends at the right time. Over the years on NPR's All Things Considered, I've been playing music snippets like this one. They're called buttons. Directors use buttons for many reasons, to separate news stories, to gracefully change subject, to fill time, to punctuate a powerful story, or to add humor to a funny commentary. We get a lot of mail about these buttons, so I thought there should be a program dedicated to playing full versions of these songs. I'll tell you more as the show goes on. I'd like to start off with music played on an armadillo shell. The instrument is called a charango. It's about the size of a ukulele, it has ten strings, and in the hands of Gustavo Santo Alaya, it's divine. Here's Gaucho from the CD Ron Rocco.
That's Gaucho from Gustavo Santo Alaya. He's originally from Argentina. I'm Bob Boylan, and you're listening to our brand new online music program, All Songs Considered. I'm just <laughs> laughing because you sound so wide-eyed, you know? Like, have you just died inside over the years or something? Because wow. you don't sound so wide-eyed <clears throat> like that. You're just, wow, imagine music on your computer. <laughs> Wow. There's this great New York Times article that came out in uh, February of 2000, so I guess maybe about a little more than a month after you started the show. It says, National Public Radio has quietly inaugurated its first Internet-only radio program. Uh, Although NPR makes some of its on-air shows available through its website, the leap by a major radio organization into Internet-only programming helps validate the concept of using the web to narrowcast to a smaller listener base. And then later on, there's a quote from a guy named Joe Pizzillo, founder of GoGaga.com, one of the first internet-only radio stations, said NPR's online show confirms that, and I'm quoting him here, that internet radio is a force to be reckoned with. (laughs) I guess that it's just the world looked very different in in 2000. I mean, mostly music and and the internet was, I'd say, uh, was stealing music back then, oh, right? Yeah, I mean, that's completely, really what, yes. what it was ba- yeah. about. Yeah. And, yeah. With uh, Napster and other file sharing programs. And um, yeah, the idea of being able to listen to quality sounding music was really still a, a ways off. Yeah. In, internet connection just wasn't yeah. there. So the whole f- kind of first year, and this is before you came on, you came right. on a, 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 about a year into the show, right? Yeah. And the whole first year was basically basing the show around the buttons and things that happen on all things considered. One of the things I did in 1995 was to work on a new version, <laughs> it's, which is now uh, 20 plus years, 25 25 years, years old, yeah. uh, of the all things considered theme. Right. A very thankless job, I might <laughs> add. Oh, I worked. Like, I was at member station at, at the time. I, I know the the blowback oh you got. God. It was merciless. Right, but now it's twenty five years, and if we change it, <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be really like, how dare you change, change it? it? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so I go and tell a story. I think in another segment of one of our shows that year about uh, the all things considered theme, and we'll play a little bit of that. I think uh, some people out there would love to hear this. In 1995, all things considered wanted to update its theme and I was put in charge. I wanted to change the theme from a great jingle to a great piece of music. Some thought we should have left well enough alone. During the summer of that year, trumpeter Wynton Marcellus put together a remarkable band to perform Duke Ellington's Harlem Suite for an NPR series called Making the Music. I paid a visit to the band while they were rehearsing in our studios here in Washington. And there I was introduced to Wycliffe Gordon, a terrific trombone player, and an arranger, and I asked him if he could rearrange the All Things Considered theme. It's a theme written by composer Don Vagley. Within a few weeks, he'd come up with many variations of our theme, an opening segment we call our billboard, some closing themes, some buttons, a letters theme, and something we call the Trixie. That's a 28-second piece of music that comes just after the newscast and just before our hosts say their hellos. And of all the Trixies we play, my favorite is this trio of bass, drums, and piano. We used it a lot for a while, and we've gotten a good deal of mail wondering what it was. Some listeners don't hear it as a variation on the All Things Considered theme. But when you hear this full two-minute vamp, the ba-da-da-da becomes more obvious. Here's Reginald Veal on bass, Hurl and Riley on drums, and Lost and Harris on piano, 
with an arrangement by Wycliffe Gordon. The grief I got for uh, those themes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is so. People I, don't like change. Yeah, no, I was at a member station at the time, and I remember hearing it along with all my coworkers at the station at the time, and we were like, what is this? What were they thinking? <laughs> uh, you know, and now everyone will have the exact same reaction when the current theme is changed. But you never thought it would last for 25 years. Oh, no. You thought like maybe I, every few years they'll change I it. I think the one before there was some variation in 1983. So that one lasted a dozen years. Yeah. And that felt like an eternity to yeah. everybody on staff. Yeah. So, wow. It's crazy. I love how you, you mentioned the mail that you get. And what people <laughs> may not realize is you literally got mail, written letters in the mail. And uh, after a while, it started getting yeah, more right. and more email, too. But one of the letters you got, an email that you got from that time, was from a listener named George Murphy, who writes, Bob, I want you to know that your outstanding program is responsible for me losing over an hour's sleep this morning. I awakened to take some medication for a slight cold and decided to check out NPR via my laptop when I ran across the notice highlighting all songs considered. I had to take a quick look. Well, 58 minutes later, I was listening to the end of your program. It was so different and so good that I could not stop. It takes something very special to get my attention for an hour at 5 o'clock on a wintry Saturday morning in New Hampshire where the outside temperature is 1 degree and the wind chill is presently negative 45. However, all songs considered is worth losing an hour's sleep over, and I'll probably do this again. Don't change a thing. Well, of course, the show has changed dramatically in yeah. the last 20 years. I hope he's still listening. Yeah, I do too. We, we uh, not only changed the format of the show, the kinds of music we play, but 
Uh, back then, it was multimedia only. Later that year... Slideshow is like pictures yes, right, and text. Yeah, and, right. yeah. Later that year, we did an audio-only version in yeah. mono. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, I think you may, may have Well, I think one of the first changes we made after I started a year into it was, let's go stereo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> and drop the, eventually... Yeah, from drop the multimedia. The multimedia and, show, yeah. and no one complained. <laughs> no, I think we we just did it and not didn't get one letter from anybody. We're yeah, like, yeah. okay, well... All that time. I mean, I, we only produced six shows the whole first year. Yeah, they were I mean, super time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just want to thank Robert Holt and uh, Dan Jacobson and Chris Mandra. These were people who, like, worked hard to make this show happen. Sean Collins was another. Yeah. So uh, a little bit more reminiscing. Let's do, uh, let's do another piece of music um, from that time. Okay. I know one artist who was sort of enjoying a renaissance 20 years ago was Nick Drake. And in the weirdest of ways, should we play uh, this piece from All Songs Considered back in uh, early 2000? Yeah, this will sort of explain it all. Recently, Volkswagen started getting letters that sounded familiar to me. People asked, what was that music? The ad for Volkswagen's Cabrio featured the music Pink Moon by Nick Drake. Drake, a British songwriter and haunting singer, died in the era of the VW bus. His three CDs and subsequent collections are gems known by a very small group of devoted fans. Now, 26 years after his death, his recordings are selling better than ever. As music writer Tom Moon said, it's a bittersweet postmodern irony that a 30-second spot for a car ad is a catalyst. I leave you now in the hands of Nick Drake, the song Pink Moon. I'm Bob Boylan for All Songs Considered. So it written and I saw it say
I wonder how many people are still driving the Volkswagens they bought that year because of this <laughs> because of this song. Probably not a lot. But so what? All the music you played in the first year, and actually even like the first couple of years, yeah. was really just tied to buttons and stuff. On all things considered, so how did this figure in? Because this wouldn't have been a button. That's right. So it was either buttons or some kind of music feature we might have done on all things oh, okay. considered. Like, so in yeah. this case, uh, Tom Moon, who was a music reviewer for all things considered, he and I were talking about this sort of phenomenon. We both were uh, lovers of Nick Drake back in the day mm -hmm. Nick Drake was making his music and were fascinated by the fact that a TV commercial could actually launch. He, he would be rolling over in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how uh, this came onto this show. Nick Drake died at the age of 26. I know. It's, uh, incredible. Hard incredible to believe. Incredible songwriter. If you yeah. don't know him, maybe this is the, your, your doorway. Let's take a break. Come back a little more reminiscent. You're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music, a music show for your computer. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code SONGS. BetterHelp. Get help. Anytime. Anywhere. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code SONGS. BetterHelp. Get help. Anytime. Anywhere. It's All Songs Considered. I am Bob Boylan. I'm here with Robin Hilton, and we're sort of looking back to uh, the very first year of All Songs Considered, which was the, the show first premiered on January 3rd of 2000. On the NPR.org internet website right. um, as a music show for your computer. <laughs> and it's why I say you're connected to All Songs Considered. Right. I've been saying that for 20 years, too, because it felt like, yeah. you know, you, it, you're not turning on the radio. It's right. different. You're actually using a dial-up connection, which is what most people had then. Yeah. You'd hear the sound of a modem. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> can, can you play the sound of a modem I'm sure for I can. Us? When you had it connected to the internet, you clicked a button on your computer, which basically turned on... Uh, basically, it's making a phone call to your internet provider, which would take you to the place you wanted to go, the CompuServe's and America Online's of the world. <laughs> I would just be sipping my coffee and just listening to that, thinking, "Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's what you got to do. You got to you have to listen to this and, garbage and until you for get whatever through. reason they made it." audible right i mean right <laughs> it's not like you needed to hear that <laughs> right. <laughs> but, right but every mode here's a little like elevator music <laughs> while you wait <laughs> before you get connected oh that's funny uh how about let's go to something one of the most beautiful pieces of music i remember playing as music between news stories was uh, uh well i think i explained it in the following little clip when i play this next piece of music as a button between news stories i often get mail that asks who sang that haunting Camille Sasson composition? Actually, it's not sung at all, but performed by the hands of Clara Rockmore. The instrument, the theremin, invented by Leon Theremin in the 1920s. It became a staple sound in science fiction movies in the 50s. 
Basically, here's how it works. This small electronic device concocts a field of high-frequency electromagnetic waves around a series of antennas. When Clara Rockmore would play the instrument, she would simply wave her hands slowly in the air, altering the magnetic fields, and that would affect the pitch and the volume of that voice-like sound the instrument made. It's a bit more complicated than this, but the result is magic. Here's Clara Rockmore, along with Nadia Reisenberg on piano, performing Saint-Saëns' The Swan, from the CD, The Art of the Theremin. That's The Swan, performed by Clara Rockmore on theremin with pianist Nadia Reisenberg from the CD, The Art of the Theremin. It really was stunning, just such a beautiful song. And to think that, you know, back then there just wasn't really any way to hear anything like that anywhere. It's not like you were going to turn on your, your local FM station and hear that song, right? And so people were just so desperate to 
hear something like that, to hear something other than what they were already hearing on the radio or, you know, MTV or wherever people were getting their music at the yeah. time. And and also the, the buttons, the music between news stories back then were much more a fabric of the show. The shows were less tight. There was yeah. room to breathe. You could hear 45 seconds or a minute of this between two stories yeah. back then. I think... Somewhere in that first year, I talked about sort of the death of music radio because mm. I, as a listener of music radio, for the most part, especially someone living in D.C. where we didn't have a music station, uh, there really wasn't a way to find anything adventurous, which was so different than the generation of radio I listened to when I grew up and the beginning of FM radio and all that stuff. The beginning of the Internet reminded me of the beginning of FM in many oh, ways. Oh, interesting, yeah. Clara Rockmore, you know, she um, she died a couple years before the show started. She was 87 years old. I have a hard time believing she ever sold millions of records, but a video of her playing this on YouTube already has over 2 million views, which <laughs> is something else that would have been unimaginable when the show first started 20 years ago. Hmm. Uh, let's do one more from back then. piece of music I still love to this uh, very day, another uh, button that I used all the time on All Things Considered. Um, and I'll just let people know that New Music Friday is this Friday. We yep. have, so we're going forward. we got lots of new stuff coming up. But uh, it's kind of been fun to look back and think about the development of the show over 20, 20 years. I don't know how many shows we did. Back then, we only did six in a year. Obviously, that changed quickly. And it wasn't that long till we I were remember doing, doing one a month when I started and me telling you at some point, you know, I bet we could do one every other week if we really, <laughs> really put our heads together. And now we do two a week. Yeah. P.S. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, we did 125 shows last year. Yeah, I think something like wow. that. Yeah. Uh, so I'll let Bob introduce Bob. <laughs> <laughs> or Bob will introduce Bob to the piece of music. You're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. On this, our fourth show, I'll play music from a singer whose revival has been sparked by a car ad. You'll also hear the young man with the horn, cornetist Bix Beiderbeck, Peruvian singer Susanna Baca, drummer Ginger Baker, Tin Hat Trio, and this, Mouth Music. The song playing is Martin Martin from the band's first CD. All the music's by Scottish electronic composer Martin Swan. I've used this many times between news stories on All Things Considered since its release in 1991. Traditionally, mouth music is an ancient Scottish a cappella music. The band mouth music takes this idea into the age of electronics. When I play a button of Martin Swan's mouth music, what you never hear is the throat behind mouth music, the beautiful voice of Talitha McKenzie. Talitha is a singer from Long Island and a long way from Gaelic country. She spent years learning this near extinct language and the folk songs of the Scots and the Irish. Here's a song only she can pronounce, a song about a ship and a white sail. 
Yeah. 
That's from the first Mouth Music CD, the only collaboration between Talitha McKenzie and Martin Swan. An extraordinary piece of music, too. Isn't that wow. great? It holds, yeah. totally holds up over time, right? Yeah, I think so. It's so funny that so much of the... I mean, I, I don't remember when we decided to start making the just sort of a music show about stuff we're loving. I think it just sort of happened naturally, but... I almost wonder if we're still hearing little clips of instrumental music like that now that we would want to share as much as uh, we did in the beginning. What we play now doesn't sound quite like what we played back then. No, and I think part of that is the excitement that started to happen in music, especially the rock-based music you and I loved through the beginning of the 21st century. Like that wave of music that came along was like completely re-inspiring to me yeah. uh, and, and my, my love of uh three and four minute songs yeah whereas what i played a lot on all things considered were often classical global mm-hmm. uh, because more of that might be instrumental i know on january 3rd that friday you put out a note on social media on facebook and twitter telling people it was a 20th anniversary of the show and we got a lot of comments one came from dave barons who says thanks to you and the team for all of the musical discoveries laughs and making me feel even as just a listener like part of the all songs considered family I do consider him and everyone a part of the family. Uh, John Spoden, who we love dearly, a great oh, yeah. fan of the show, and um, he wrote saying, this show changed my life and continues to inspire me to keep listening. I dedicated a spot at KEXP in Seattle several years ago in honor of uh, us in the program. Long may you run, guys. And uh, this comment I love from, and I hope, I apologize if I'm butchering the name, but Josh Poika who writes, I've been listening to all songs since about September of 2006 or so, maybe a bit later. It was with me through a divorce, moving to the Middle East, remarriage, the birth of my daughter, a move to Canada, and now my citizenship here and life here. Keep going. That is so great. And Josh actually reminded me of a piece of music that we played in 2006, and I was so glad he reminded me of it because I went back and listened to it. I thought, oh my God, this is so good. The band is called Me Without You. They, they had an album out in 2006. Play a second of that. I just want to yeah. get refreshed here. Oh yeah, thank, thank you, Josh. Yeah, thanks to Josh for reminding us of this. He said he thought maybe I played it. I was not on the show at all, really, until 2008. And you were doing all the web page yeah, building doing a and lot of the, the pr- production work behind right. the scenes, and then I wasn't on regularly until 2010. Uh, so after that first decade of the mm-hmm. show, and Josh thought maybe I was the one who played this. I, I wasn't. I know Bob. I'll give you full credit because this you turned me on to this band, and I still love them, but had not listened to this in so long, and it is just so good. Let's go out on it. Yeah, it's actually two songs from uh, Me Without You. The first is Messes of Men, and then it goes right into another one called The Dryness and the Rain. These were the first two cuts on that record and I remember you played both of them back to back what a ride (laughs) sweet ride (laughs) fair fair music it's all songs considered 20 years for your computer not exist, they faithfully insist, failing in our separate chips and from each tiny caravel, tiring and trying, their necessary dime, like the horseshoe crab in its proper season, shed its shell, such distance from our friend, 
like a scratch across the lens. Made everything look wrong from anywhere we stood. Our paper flew away before we'd left the bay. So half-blind we wrote these songs on sheets of salty wood. Caught me making eyes at the other boatman's wives And heard me laughing louder at the jokes told by their daughters I'd said my course would land, but you well understand It takes a steady hand to navigate the dolphin's water Propeller spinning planes held acquaintance with the wave As there's mistakes I've made, no rowing could outrun Sure, I've been a flashing more, and I assure you it was not what I expected.
from a distance as she passes Swoop down to be near To the traces of the footsteps Pick the fallen grain From the pressed down dirt and crooked grass And I'm gonna take that grain I'm gonna crush it all together Into the flower of the bread is small And simple and sincere As with the dryness and the rain Finally drink from one another A gentle cup of mutual surrender Tears, come on! See while the sea is in a certain sense contained within the fish. Oh, what am I to think of what the writing of a thousand lifetimes cannot explain if all the forest trees were pens and all the oceans ink? <laughs> 